Hello and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 60. I want to take just a little bit of time and tell you about this company called Blessed Be Magic. Now, they design for witches by witches, and they create modern talisman jewelry to remind you of your magic. Check out their modern take on classic magical symbols such as the Triple Goddess, Triquetra, and Pentacle in their minimalist jewelry that you can wear every day, anywhere. Find your perfect talisman at Blessed Be Magic. That is magic spelt magic with a K at the end dot com and use code witchywoman for 15% off your order with them. Again, visit them at Blessed Be Magic. Magic is spelt with a K at the end dot com. And don't forget to head over to Instagram and like their page and follow them at Blessed Be Magic. You can head over to Instagram and check out my story. I did an unboxing of one of their amazing bracelets that I that I picked out. I absolutely love it. I'm wearing it. I've worn it ever since I opened up the box, but I do have a video there and I will be posting the unboxing on YouTube as well. We are at 60 episodes together. I think that is amazing. I know that those of you who are um, looking at the actual episode number, if you're podcast app tracks that and I know it says more than 60 but I had like a half episode in the beginning and I didn't really count that (laughs) so 60 real episodes anyway today I thought it'd be really cool to talk to a Christian witch I've been getting tons of questions dms messages about this subject and since it's not my path sometimes I have a hard time deciding what I should say Um, And since this isn't my area of of experience, I really wanted to get a long time practicing witch, Christian witch on to talk about this path. And today I have Stella Reed Nanduri, and she is going to talk to us about her path, her struggles, and how she has worked through some of those things, the guilt and the fear, especially the the fear and them damnation part that Christianity beats into us, (laughs) um, metaphorically when we're earlier when we're when we're early on in the church you really get that um hard i know i did um so she tells us how she kind of worked through that and i just really think this is going to be a cool episode to share with you guys i've been kind of this has been on my list for about two months and it just all fell into place perfectly with her um and i want to thank her very much for coming on and sharing and being vulnerable and for making a new friend i really 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 enjoyed our interview last night so without further ado here is our interview so I, I so the reason I wanted to do this one in particular is because one I I find it interesting because it's not my path and usually anything not my path I'm like ooh I want to know how that works and also my my daughter is kind of going down this Christian witch path like she still doesn't claim that she doesn't claim the word witch she's like no I don't want to claim that but she goes to church and she's you know follows that particular dogma but Uh she also does witchcraft so I thought and I'm getting so many it's it's amazing how many emails I get a day (laughs) Uh asking about this path and I just don't have I don't have the personal I thought it was very interesting that you asked me when you did yeah I'm actually holding um I am facilitating a public discussion group on this tomorrow night oh my gosh yes (laughs) that is so awesome that was why when you popped on i'm like 
the one podcast, the one pagan podcast I always follow, always listen to, has now asked me about <laughs> this same subject. I think it's awesome. This is very that's perfect. Perfect so, coincidence. You know, because I had just joined the uh, the leadership board for our pagan gathering group. Oh, really? And so, uh, yeah. So I am of their pillar of their their education, and they really like that I identified as a Christian pagan. That's so freaking yeah. awesome. That is so cool. Well, do you want... So just how it, you know, just how all of the planets align just, you know, right now. It's perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell everybody who you are, or we can keep that anonymous? It's up to you. You can kind of introduce yourself and tell everybody kind of uh, who you are, and if you want to tell them where you're at, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I can. Sure. So go ahead and go ahead and, and tell us a little bit, I guess, about yourself. Uh, well, hello, I am uh, Stella Reed. Um, I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I have been on uh, this wild journey, I guess one would say, uh, for quite some time. Um, I was heavily involved in the uh, church Christian community um, until several years ago. And uh, to be honest, had some very bad experiences. So um, I've got those of my own. Um, and that um, then I've, I, I began going to a Unitarian Universalist church to where that then I was invited to one of their, their rituals. Oh, cool. And so and then for quite some time, I felt that I had to decide okay of like you know who I am and where I fall spiritually right and so but I just couldn't let go of my Christianity side right now when I talk about Christianity I'm talking about the Abrahamic God right to where that um I do not follow a church I do not follow a dogma kind of been there, done that, and <laughs> I feel that it is led by too many people. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and not as much, um, you know, spiritual. Right. Um, there's a lot of rules and ideas and just thoughts of that, you know, it doesn't align with me. Um just how that, you know, I've got a plethora of books that I will read from and I will pull in for information from. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean that I hold, you know, by both hands into every letter, Mm -hmm. every single word that's in each one of those books. Right. But they do give me information. Right. That's awesome. And that's the very same way that I view the Bible. Right. That's awesome. Okay. Is that it's a great book. That is, yeah. you know, it's been around for a, a long time, and that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, it, I do believe heart and soul that it was inspired by God. Yeah. However, it was man that wrote it. Right. So let's keep that in mind, you know, as we then uh, go through this. Oh, yeah. This uh, topic. I mean, you know, um, 
So there are parts about it that I am going like, uh, I kind of question that one. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that, you know, it fit kind of well with the times and what was going on at the time. But, you know, it's been really, um, because, you know, to me, I also follow science. Um, I have uh, actually recently married a man that comes from the Hindu faith, but yes, he's uh, atheist. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you know, it's just about my whole family is Christian, but I've got from... Muslim to Buddhist to a whole plethora of, mm-hmm. of, um, of friends that I then pull a lot of information from. That's so cool. Uh, so as far as my pagan side, I am extremely eclectic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that, to put it all in a nutshell, when it comes to me, okay, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've ever heard the song by uh, Peter Mayer, Holy Nail. No, uh, no, I have not. Well, if you have not, play it. I will. <laughs> that, that that pretty much describes uh-huh. my my spirituality. But it goes on about how that you know you go to church each day and you hear about all these miracles that happen and things and you wonder why are they not happening now then if they happened way back when right you know uh but then the realization that miracles are all all around us which is the web of life yes yes you know um so that's pretty much the song you know okay and it's just looking at things from another perspective. Cool. And as far as me being like a Christian, and one of the things that I will uh, point out to people when we talk mm-hmm. is of the Christian God, if you just break it down, mm-hmm. is, is just simply my chosen deity. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So. So when I do work, when I do, you know, whatever, that then I feel that I need to call on a deity, I will call on him first. Okay. Or her first. Okay. Because I'm still in the air on, you know, or if it matters. Right, right. So, yeah, you know. um, So a lot of people will throw at me of how about where it says in the Ten Commandments that there should be no other God before me. Right Now, a lot of Christians take that as, he's the one and only, and that's it. Right. I don't interpret it that way. Mm-hmm. And my interpretation is that he acknowledges that there's others, but that he wants to be your chosen one. Yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I hadn't thought of it that way. Okay. That's cool. You know. Yeah. Um... And then there, uh, another question that has been asked to me um, in the past is about idol worshiping. Oh, yeah. And um, to me, a lot of that comes from ignorance. Um, mm-hmm. And not that I'm saying that anybody is ignorant, because to me, ignorance is a word for somebody that is un- uneducated about a subject. Uh, yep. Ignorant can be educated. Mm-hmm. 
okay? But if you're closed mind, then you're stupid because you have closed off your mind <laughs> yep. and stupidity cannot be educated. Nope, it okay? can't. <laughs> so when I use those terms, that's why. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> now, when, like we do, we'll use um, symbols or we'll use likeness of a god or a goddess, mm-hmm. just like with the, okay. you know, you know, so many will. I mean, even Buddhism will, and Buddhism is a philosophy. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> yep. It's a way to focus. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people on the Christian side see them as idols. Right. But here's one thing I've always pointed out to those that has approached me about that is of like, oh, well, then don't you also then have idols in your own home? Because mm-hmm. I know I, I see a cross to hang it on your wall. Yep. <laughs> if you walk into a Catholic church, I know the one not to, too far from here has uh, Mother Mary in the front. Exactly. A bunch of candles you can light around her. So. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same thing. Right. So a lot of these ways and a lot of the things that we do is the same. Mm-hmm. It's just the only major difference is is that I choose the Christian God as my deity. Right. No, I can see. That's, that's really the only. And right. just to, like, put a little bug in your ear, mm-hmm. um, if you read Psalms uh-huh. with an open mind. Oh, yeah. With an absolute open mind. And you tell me that that's not a spell book. They're totally spells. I have a whole book. I have... A book of Psalms that's just, it's a, that's what it is. It's just for spell work. <laughs> so it's in my yep. cabinet. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So when people come up to me for like, this here can't work, it can't, too, I'm like, no. It's the people in your life mm-hmm. that wants you to follow the way they follow and the way they believe and the way that they interpret things that is telling you that it can't work, yeah. but it can work. Oh, it totally can. I, I see it work with my, my my daughter. She goes to church right. with her boyfriend. She enjoys church. Mm-hmm. Um, when she does anything, it's with the Christian God. And she mm-hmm. believes that Jesus, um, that whole evolution of Jesus, born and died and uh, rose again, He, she follows all that. But she also believes that you can harness the natural elements, which are God made in her mind that that's that is God too and use spell work that way as well and she'll call on God or Jesus or whatever during her her rituals like we just did a protection ritual her and I did mine she did hers and when she was doing hers you know she was talking about the blood of the lamb and having Jesus help her out and you know I'm over Uh here with Lilith so (laughs) it's kind of cool how we can both do our own things and end up doing the same stuff Exactly. Yeah, I really... So how long have you been... How long have you think you have done this particular path? To be honest, probably since the very beginning. Right. So, um, so more than 20 years. And yeah. it's because of... I never really found a church that I was really happy with. Mm-hmm. Because of... I always had to keep, like, certain aspects. Okay. Hidden. 
mm-hmm. you know, that I would do. Um, and which, now, I grew up in a very rural community in eastern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I was in my 30s, but by the time I even found out about Unitarianism. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I never knew there was anything else. I never knew that the things that I was doing of that that it could be called something else or that it followed along with something else. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was I knew I was doing things that I couldn't let other people know. Right. I can relate. <laughs> Definitely. You know, yeah. Um, so I always kept that hidden. And then when I moved to Virginia, because my ex-husband was, um, he's now retired uh, military. Uh-huh. But, um, so we moved there, and one of the first friends that I made, uh, because, I mean, there for a while, I was a semi-professional uh, belly dancer. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would... You know, she came up to me because I then had my first tarot card uh, mm-hmm. reading, and uh-huh. she left me in tears because she she began telling me things up about my life that I had never told anybody, and that I had a hidden deck that oh, wow. I just <laughs> saw at a store on a travel, and I had to have it, but I knew everybody would have a problem. Uh-huh. Um, um, I was a person that followed uh, Donald Michael Craig. Oh, okay. um, I'm into, like, you know, sexual magic uh-huh. and things. But I had, like, all of these things just hidden away, uh-huh. you know. And I never really knew what to do about it, but I'm like, a, but I'm really drawn to this, you know, mm. thing. But I knew what others would do. I mean, you know, because, like, oh, um, yeah. um, while doing all, uh, you know, Okay, I would get little tidbits while traveling because this was like way before the internet, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and and so then I would like try to go to my local library, you yeah. know, um, and um, at one point in time I was trying to look up Alistair Crowley. Mm-hmm. The expression on that woman's face. <laughs> was priceless. I bet, especially de- where was that at? Was that in and, the South when you were doing that? Oh, yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> and she looked at me and said, are you a college student? And I was like, yes, uh, this is for one of my my assignments. Uh-huh. And she was like, um, because at the time, I, was, I believe I was like maybe 16, 17 years old. Uh-huh. And she was like, well, if they have this as an assignment, then they should have things like that at their library and not here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, so let's not go to the public library anymore. No. <laughs> you know, oh, my gosh. No, going to find that. Right. Um, so, okay, now what? Um, so, yeah, so that was fun. Oh, wow. Um, but then I, I had my first uh, reading from her, you mm-hmm. know, and she told me things about my life that I had never told anyone that I had kept as a deep, dark, secret. Wow. And that absolutely floored me. Mm-hmm. And so that was when I fully opened up to her about my beliefs and little things I would do and all of that. And she was like, 
well, it's time that you come out of the broom closet. Yes. <laughs> so, so I went to my first ritual, which was Talwin, and mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm home. But then I, I then, you know, struggled with of okay, well, then do I have to give up this other? Right. You know, um, and because I. I couldn't bring myself to deny right. him as a god. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, I just couldn't, you know, yeah. think. Mm-hmm. And so it was um, a great battle for quite some time. Um, and then just, um, it was actually when I then, um, I was hired on as a um, an acting director of, um, well, I was first an assistant director of um, a youth religious uh, education at AUU when I moved here to Ohio Mm -hmm. um, that's then just, you know, compiling um, to do a class. Um, And then it just kind of dawned on me of like, why can't I? Yeah. You know, of like, what is truly the difference here? So then I, you know, I dived into it just for uh, personal, mm-hmm. you know, to know. Um, so I had never thought about like talking about this on a on a massive scale until probably about two months ago. Uh-huh. Um, and it was when then um, I joined uh, as being on the leadership board of the Butler County Pagan uh, Gathering. Um, but then, well, as of tomorrow, I'm doing a public talk on this um, same That's topic. so very cool. So, yeah. And it's funny, I plan out my podcast about two to three months in advance. So I have all the subjects right. that I'm going to talk about way in advance. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I've okay. had I've had this on my on my calendar like as a as a need to do for like two months. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. So see it just all all aligned. I mean, it you know, did. I am very into um not as much of the signs per se, mm-hmm. but in um like synchronicity. Astronomy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You know, that things lines up, things happen. There is a greater path. Oh, there uh, is mm-hmm. a greater, um, you know, you know, reason, and that things will come into fruition. Oh, absolutely. You know, just like you know, all through growing up, I saw myself as uh, somebody very important within a a spiritual community. Right. But of course. Growing up, you know, it was mainly me going to either Baptist, Pentecostal, mm-hmm. you know, right. um, a variation of, of of Christianity. So my dreams was always of like, you know, maybe then I would marry a pastor, you know, and be, uh-huh. be a pastor's wife, you, you know, thing. Uh-huh. But then the more that I have like learned and grown, I'm like, or I can educate. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just do. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so, just the more that I have learned, the more that then it has built a big drive to me for, like, would you tell people this? Uh-huh. You know. I think it's a big so, yeah. relief for people. Like, 
I know that I've had people contact me, you know, because of the podcast and have those same things. Like, I do witchcraft, but I'm also a Christian. Am I, like, going to dig myself a hole to hell by doing this? <laughs> like, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, if you believe that, then, you know, that's what you right. believe. But in my in my my path um no you do you <laughs> and i think right. ba- i think god is bigger than um religion i think god or whatever you believe in is a lot bigger than the labels us humans have to put on things i think it's more of a a way of life and a way of thinking and a way of loving as opposed to all the things you're not supposed to do <laughs> if that right. makes any sense well like you know um, you know, to quote uh, Donald Michael Craig, and I, I said quote, but let's paraphrase, uh-huh. but I'll probably screw it all up. But he says, think for yourself and question authority. And yes. any time that he would give a speech, because rest his soul, he's uh, no longer uh, with us. Oh, okay. Um, but Anytime that he would do a workshop or a speech or whatever, he would begin with that. And he would begin with that to tell people of, just because I'm telling you, doesn't mean that I'm 100% right. Exactly. Do your own research. Do your own due diligence and find out for yourself. Don't see one person as the ultimate authority. Yes, (laughs) I I can appreciate that. (laughs) You know, so I keep that in my head at all times to think for yourself and question authority, find out your own answers. Yes. And this is, I believe, heart and soul, the answer for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And that I have finally reached the point in my own life to to be able to talk to others for like, you know, like, yeah. this is possible, and you don't have to struggle with this anymore. And and I you think know? people need to hear that. I mean, right. I, I can tell them tell them blue in the face, but I don't follow that path. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for me to go, for them to go, okay, well, you, you don't believe the same thing as me. How do you know? So that's why I really, really thought it was important for somebody that actually walks that, you know, walks that walk to tell people, hey... Right. This is all okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Exactly. You know, and, and I mean, you know, it's one of those, well, why can't you? Yes. Let's dive into that. Yeah. Why do you think you can't? And, and it, we can talk, yeah. talk about that if you want to. I mean, I'm open. You right. Know, but I know. And I and I know a lot of people have that. Deeper for yourself. Uh, Yes, (laughs) yes. A lot of the questions I'm getting from people are fear based. Like, uh, for instance, I have one of the most often sent messages is, "I believe in the Christian God, but I really want to work with tarot cards. Is this going to make me do a deal with the devil, or am I going to go to hell for this because it's a divination tool?" And my response to them is usually, you know, if you believe that God is guiding you in prayer or asking, you know, a lot of people say, God, send me a sign that I'm supposed to do this or that. It's the same thing with tarot cards. You're you're channeling whatever intuition that comes to you, whether that's your higher self or your God or goddess or whatever it is. And they're like, oh, okay. 
Like, it's not, yeah. they're not all evil things. It's how you use it. Like, my spoon, exactly. my spoon in my cupboard is fine sitting there right now, but if I stick it in a bowl of cereal or a bowl of ice cream and shove it in my face, my spoon now is making me fat. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you know, so it's all in how you or use it. I know how to use a spoon to pop out a, a, out a person's eyeball. Exactly. I choose not to do that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's all how. I mean, I'm just saying. Yep, it's it, the truth. Know, Anything that can be used for good can also be used for evil. Absolutely. But here's the other thing. Pagans aren't evil. No, but it's all in perception. I think we that... We are do no harm. Yes. And see, that goes into what we as baby Christians yeah. are taught. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you are either wholeheartedly only doing exactly what we tell you to do. Oh, yeah. Or just the devil. Yep, you're just the devil incarnate. Okay. <laughs> yep. And and it's of uh, that is to make people afraid of Satan. Oh now, yeah. Yep. I have recently been coming in terms with that. Right. Because I wonder. Of, I now have a few friends that follows that path. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And so that goes along with, um, I think it was in the um, 70s and 80s of the whole oh, gosh, satanic yeah. panic. Yep, yep. Okay. So that is still there. That is still being taught. That is still oh, being yeah. feared, and there is nothing to be afraid of. No. I'm more afraid of people, other people, and what they do. <laughs> than anything mm-hmm. that we are more evil well, than anything. Um, <laughs> I think it was the Haman Gandhi uh, in which I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but one of the really one of the really really good people. Yeah, yes, <laughs> good ones. had made a um, a comment about how that you know of it, uh, it went something along the lines of. You know, you know, Jesus protects me from your followers. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yep. But, you know what? There are crazies in every single corner of this world. (laughs) Yes. Crazy does not discriminate. (laughs) Yep. Belief system that then goes along and they blame it off on that. Yep. And that's yes. But we also have a lot of people that is instead of looking for themselves, thinking for themselves, they're going along with tradition. Yep. What is being passed down to them, and not really looking at the whole and oh no, picture. Yep. No, I totally believe that that evil doesn't discriminate. Evil can be anybody. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Yeah. Just because it's wearing a, a pretty pink bow mm-hmm. doesn't mean it won't harm you. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> exactly. That is and perfect. I I get more nervous and more anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, around people that look too perfect. Right? <laughs> yep. Yep. I do, too. Everybody's got skeletons. I know I wear a lot of mine on the outside. <laughs> Those that hide it scare me. 
shows that it that added mile to have it mm-hmm. makes me nervous. Yep. <laughs> so one that looks way too good, way too put together, always knows the perfect thing to say. We have wonderful words and Smith and all that. I'm like, mm, right. What you up to? Exactly. <laughs> so another question I had about yeah. this anyway, this path. So do you? So you're. You believe in God. Do you believe in Jesus and the resurrection and the and all of that too? Do you incorporate that into your practice, like Jesus and his his holidays? So, like Christmas, I celebrate Yule. My daughter celebrates Christmas, <laughs> and then on Easter, you know, I'm Ostara and she is Easter. So, do you celebrate all of the the holidays like that? Um. It's more of I honor the stories. Okay, yeah. Um, and it's because of... Now, I used to. Uh-huh. Heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, until I found out more about the uh, pagan <clears throat> path. Uh-huh. Um, and to be honest, the more that I found out about um, how Christianity Shanghai. Um, yeah. And so, the more I've gotten into the history of... Uh-huh. then I go according to the history. Right. And to me, following along with the planetary alignment and the seasons mm-hmm. makes more sense to me Okay. Um, than a lot of these other stories. Okay, well, that makes sense. And that, that's, and my daughter, like, she humors me, and it's like, okay, let's burn a Yule log. <laughs> like, she's very mm-hmm. good. She doesn't really celebrate those along with me. She... Um, she almost, it's almost like she practices like a secular witchcraft, um, and then, and then adds her, her deity, which is the Abrahamic God or Jesus Mm -hmm. into it as she's, as she sees fit. But for the most part, I think it's a secular practice for her. Um, so she really doesn't think about, like, I follow, I have different gods and goddesses that I work with, but my main uh, goddess that I work with is Lilith. And she mm-hmm. 100% would never do that. <laughs> like, that's, she's like, uh-uh. Nope. Um, and, and we're both okay with that. And then, right. what else was, oh, so Sabbaths, um, when you do, like, a Sabbath for Samhain, or any of them, we'll just take Samhain, because that's the one everybody loves. <laughs> That's the one everybody's going to talk about. Like, for Samhain, when I do that one, I honor my ancestors and Mm -hmm. the dead and, you know, all that. And that is okay with you because I know Maddie struggles with that because she's like, oh, I don't know. That just seems, to her, that's too dark to work with the dead. (laughs) And is that okay Okay. for you? Yes, because I do that. Okay. Um, Because of... Um, I wouldn't be who I am and where I I have come from if it wasn't for my ancestors. Right. And I, that's how I believe it, too. I, I, you know. Um, so I am one that I do believe in spirits and ghosts. Uh-huh. Um, you know. Right. And so um, I, um, um, so, you know, I still talk to my grandma. Yeah. I mean, you know. And so how can I say on one hand that she's here with me but then deny mm-hmm. when the veil is the thinnest that she's here with me. Right. Nope, I agree I with mean, that. you know, uh-huh. um, to me that's, you know, kind of being hypocritical on what you mm-hmm. believe in. Now, if you don't feel that 
your ancestors are 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 in any remote part here right. with you, then mm-hmm. okay, fine. But you can't have one without having the other. And that's kind of the way I believe. I think she's more afraid of it because of what we went through at the ranch. We had very close encounters with the other side and some not so nice Mm -hmm. things. And I think she might just have, I think we all have a tiny bit of PTSD with it. But she used to be cool with me. Like, she knows I do readings and she knows I'm a medium. And she would ask me, hey, is so-and-so around? Or can you do that? And now, like, ever since the ranch, we don't, like, she doesn't want to talk about it. And if she, like, hears a noise in this house, she's like, get out your sage, go do something, mom, because this is... Well, uh, like, one of my really good friends, um, he's a pastor of a local church. He's uh-huh. actually a demonologist. Oh, wow. Cool. Well. Wow. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> that is, so I find that interesting. Like, I know that, like, my husband's like, oh my god, really? You want to learn about that? I'm like, yes! I would, if there was, like, a way to go online and, like, take a demonology class so I could learn more about it, I totally would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, I will find out from yeah. uh, uh what all that he took. And I would love that info, because I've been dying to take a new class. Here. Yes. I, and I actually yeah. looked up some stuff online, but I never know what sources to trust there's some stuff online mm-hmm. that you can and i've got some books that i have read but right. i i do much now, better the at course that he took, though, it, yeah. it is based on the bible yeah so and that's okay there is that yep i have but that may yeah. then help her for her to exactly. know that you know there are you know and so to me if places and things are using the bible in order to access that mm-hmm and to acknowledge that. Yep. You know, just like we have said before, anything that can be used for good can also be used for evil. Well, yeah. And absolutely. so, honoring Grandma. Yeah. You know, is okay. Mm-hmm. You uh, know. Absolutely. Um, but, of course, I mean, you know, it, this is her own path, and I would never try to push yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. Doing that, but, you know. Yeah. But, but it's also good to hear of, like, well, why can't you? Right. I think, you know, and I've asked but, her kind of, like, what are you afraid of there? And I think she's afraid of inviting more than just mm-hmm. her grandma. <laughs> and oh, I, okay. You know, and I've talked to her about it. I'm like, you know how to, she's educated in what I do. She may not do what I do, Correct. but she's very educated in how I do things. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what I do to protect myself. You know how to do things. Correct. And I just think it's, I think it's a growing thing. Maybe when she gets a little distance from this whole situation here, I think it might right. fall into place for her. But I know yeah. she struggles a bit with, with that because she want you can tell she's like man there's some stuff I do that she really wants to do but she struggles with it because right. of church and I said right. it's church that you're struggling with you're not struggling with your spirituality rules you're struggling with the exactly. church rules see <laughs> that's why I have a really hard time about actually attending a church yep <laughs> you know yep and I do she just because of I'm trying to think of the name yeah. Episcopalian I think is where she's going Episcopalian, okay. I think. And I have, honestly, I know nothing about Episcopalian. I grew up First Baptist, so doom and gloom mm-hmm. and everybody's going to hell. That's 
how oh, yeah. that's uh-huh. how I grew up. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and I don't know. Yeah, she says, and then I'm the one going. Yeah, there's way more in there. Could we talk about mm-hmm. something else? Now, please. I mean, you know, thanks. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So she's always been one to push. Like I remember in her uh, child, like when she was a kid, kid, like oh, I want to say like second, third grade. We had youth group mm-hmm. after school at the church, and all of her friends went, and she wanted to go. And she spent about two weeks taking, you know, going to to the classes after school. And one day she asked the pastor. She said, "Can you please show me or explain to me how evolution and the dinosaurs happened?" Um, because she wants, she's a reader. She reads everything. Even at that age, she was uh-huh. reading a ton. And she she said the pastor told her, I don't know that's something you need to ask your parents. And that was the last time she went. She was like, well, if he ain't going to tell me, then I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she's always been, she likes the idea of having uh, this, the faith. She lo- That's key. That's one of her big um, strong points is she does have a lot of faith in God and a plan uh-huh. and she very is she's very con- has a lot of conviction in that in that but I think right now she definitely needs to hear something like this from somebody like you that like hey you uh-huh. can still honor Jesus and love God and believe and have faith and do some of this stuff because it's not we're not evil and she knows that but I think she I think all of us go through it I know I did even in the very very beginning I was like well shit am I does this mean I'm like gonna go I'm I'm bad you know it made me makes you kind of self have a little self-doubt in the early days I, I did anyway in the early days of my practice I struggled with I never belonged to church but I still struggled with well people are gonna think I'm evil now <laughs> mm-hmm and I hated that. And that, that was early. That was like my teens, my early teens when I was going through a lot of that. But now I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But well, I'm 40. I was so. personally kicked out of three churches. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> hello. Um, and it's because of a lot of their uh, dogma, bylaws, whatever oh, yeah. you want to call them. Um, that when then I would question it. Yeah. Of, you know, when it would be like the discriminating or it would be, you know, just, you yeah. know, just, you know, things that I wasn't felt right or, 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 or that I didn't feel was like all inclusive, you know, then yep. I was then causing too much drama. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then I, I would be uh, yep. asked to leave or <sighs> I would, you know, and things. Um, so, yeah. So, um, so then you go from that to then it actually took me forever to even attend a UU church. Yeah. Because of, I was so terrified that, and I didn't want to be hurt again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so I ended up talking to several people that kept on wanting me to come because, yeah. uh, my belly dance troupe would actually, um, uh, practice there. Oh, cool. And so each time I was like, you know, grabbing a pamphlet or, you know, mm-hmm. things. And it finally got to the point because, you know, I didn't know them like really, really well, but, you know, enough that I was like, look, I can't go through the pain again of being told to leave. Yeah, that's awful. Because I have offended someone. 
And it was of, we know you pretty well, and you offending someone, we're a little confused. <laughs> right. Um, and so then when I told them, you know, what all had happened, it was of like, oh, so you took up for the little guy, mm-hmm. and they told you no. It's like, then you'll be just fine right here. <laughs> you know? Yep. That's kind of what we do. And I think... Um, so yeah. I think we have some listeners. I know that in our that witchy woman friends group, I've had some people talk about the Unitarian Church and mm-hmm. that they do go. I don't. I want to say there's one in the town in, in Scotts Bluff, so that like two hours from here. I think there is one. I, I took a picture of a, of one of their posters outside the church in Scotts Bluff. That the Unitarian one, they have a, a sign that says "Everyone welcome witches, pagans, Jewish." They have like every faith on their poster and I thought that's that's pretty cool yes that's awesome I never I never I said outside being in a coven I never thought Mm -hmm. of having like a church that you could go to and still believe what you want you know because everything that they talk about is about being a good person yeah you know about community about world stuff yeah um it's pretty much everything that you should find in a church. It's just they're mm-hmm. not trying to proselytize to you because that gets on my last nerve. Yeah. And they're not trying to save your soul. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your path is your own. That's but nice. But we can come together with these core beliefs. Yeah. And make each other um, stronger. I think that's that's awesome. I love that there's a place... Like, I had no idea that there was a place. Like, if you felt like you needed to go to church and you wanted to, but you didn't like traditional church, I had no idea this mm-hmm. was a choice or, you know, somewhere right. you could go. So, I appreciate Well, I you didn't guys. either. When I was in college, I had actually talked about this in one of my psychology courses. Mm-hmm. And I was told that um, that I needed to get my head out of the cloud, that I was looking for a utopian society. And <laughs> this is, that's just not possible. To then, I was like, well, apparently they also never right. heard of um, you, you either. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not your limiting beliefs. That's theirs. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. So, well, I, I, mean, I think it's, it's cool. Things like that, that then, you know, the more that I learned and the more that I knew, the more that I, I realized that a lot of my thinking on what that I couldn't do and restricting myself was coming from other people's thoughts and ideas and not my yeah. own. Yeah, yep, exactly. And I, I don't know as if I'll ever want to go to one, but I like that I have the option. I know that there's one close if I felt like it. I didn't, mm-hmm. up until I'm 40, I'll be 41 this year, and I never, ever wanted to be a part of like a group of like-minded people before like church because church i have all kinds of baggage when it comes to church so i never really wanted that thing and but the older i get the more that idea like i was never very turned on to the idea of wiccan because i felt like wicca was too much like church for me (laughs) and and i and i really didn't it didn't resonate but the older i get the more um, those kind of ideals and that sense of community, like I, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older that I want it, well, but I, I mean, do. As far as the Unitarian Uni- Universalist goes, 
to be honest, that's why most other places are called fellowships and not church. Yeah, that's it. That's Just because yeah. of, you know, most people have that strong I, feeling yeah. with that word. I do. Just because of what all of these churches yeah. um, has done to people. Yep, and and, and I like that word fellowship. It makes me feel, it makes it feel more I don't know inviting and less welcoming. Yeah, it, it does. It feels like I'm part of something. I'm not part. Yes. I'm not walking in to be judged. <laughs> exactly. Right. So I do like that. I don't know if I ever move somewhere where there's a coven. I think that's something I've never. I'm I've been practicing for over twenty years and never been able to be a part of any kind of like in person coven. I've done rituals with a couple friends in person, but never mm-hmm. really been able to be a part of that. And that's something that, you know, it might not be the Unitarian thing that I will go for, but I, I definitely want to belong to something where I can sit across from somebody and talk about our day and and do a Sabbath, you know, with a group of people. I think that, to me, would just be so freaking cool. <laughs> there is so much power in Yes. Numbers. Yes. And being with like-minded people. Yes. And I've never, um, I never that, had that. That is magical within itself. Yes. And, and that's something we're, when we were talking about moving, that's something that's very important to me. I have a list of I have to haves. We both do. My husband and I both do. And part of mine is it has to be in a community where pagans are pro, like we're, they're out and about. It's, there's groups of, there's places for me to visit and groups for me to join. I, I want the latter, the last little, this, I want this to be my home forever. And I really want to be a part of a pagan community. So, so you're moving here to Ohio to Butler <laughs> County because that's what we are doing nice. with, the, uh, with the Butler County that Pagan so Gathering. Cool. That is so cool. I get to yeah. go to my first public pagan event in May. I, uh, May 29th through the 31st where I'm going to one in Colorado. And I get to okay. s- I get to speak. It's called Untamed Fest and it's basically just a spring festival, a bunch of pagans. <laughs> um, there's workshops mm-hmm. and um, they're going to do some group rituals which I'm like bugging out so excited about doing group rituals with a bunch of people that you know, are open-minded and free-spirited. Like, I've been looking forward to, I found out about this, like, clear back in December, and I've, like, Mm -hmm. a whole shopping cart thing, like, a list on Amazon saved of all the shit that I need to buy (laughs) that I want to take. (laughs) I'm like, I would like, I need bug spray, and I need this lamp, and I got a tent, Uh and so I, it's my first, first ever Mm -hmm. big event like that, and I, I'm so damn excited. I feel like a kid going to get Disneyland is what I feel you like. You are going to fangirl all over the place just I, like I oh did yeah. when you wrote me. Yeah, I, I am so, I am so, <laughs> I was fangirling for about three days. Aww. I sure did. I, I, I am just so excited to be able to connect. Like this podcast allows me to connect with people that are like-minded and you know, truly just want the best for humanity. And that's my favorite part about the podcast is talking to people like you and getting messages online from people that, that resonate, that, that what I'm talking about resonates with. Like not all of us, it's funny, like in, in our coven group online, not everybody follows the same tradition, but we all, Mm -hmm. you know, talk about things openly and we do rituals together and you just tweak it however you want it and I love that that's 
the first time yeah. I've been able to do something like that, and I, I absolutely, it's priceless to me. That this whole experience is absolutely priceless to me. Well, I mean, what is the reason that I am eclectic and so open-minded? I believe this heart and soul was the group that I belong to, which is called Earth Rising, mm-hmm. and they are in uh, Newport News, Virginia, mm-hmm. and they meet at the Unitarian Universalist church there and the way their rituals ran Mm -hmm. was two weeks before the holy day Mm -hmm. okay Uh, or some places call it the high day Mm -hmm. whatever yeah anyway two weeks before is planning Uh whoever comes to planning well plans it that's so cool so it's whatever comes to you it's whatever so whoever shows up plans it and I have been opened up to so many things oh, and yeah. you can have so many different ways in one mm-hmm. done I mean you know it's just whoever is there and whatever comes to mind and whatever they come up with that is what we do that's so cool like I, I'm very and excited I've got to found that I get here yeah so I'm going to create it there you uh, go yeah. <laughs> why not and that's a that's what yeah. the world needs more of like if you don't see something that you think is valuable not already available then make it available exactly I, I think exactly. that's that's good work but it just opened me to so many ways and thinking of things mm-hmm. and just open discussion because we would go ahead and do it, and then afterwards would be a potluck, and then we would just sit around and just talk. And sometimes it would then go into deep conversations on the different aspects of. And that, I want that. (laughs) I think that would be great. Yes, I I crave it so much. Yes, I think that would be great. I, I'm just excited. I'm excited for this next, uh, I'm very sad that my daughter has to leave the home and go live her own adult life. Like that's crushing me, mm-hmm. but, but I am excited for this next like phase where I can just, I can actually find a place that I can, my husband and I both can belong to. And I, mm-hmm. to me, that's very exciting because I've never really felt like I belonged anywhere. So this is... Oh. My next journey is going to be my true home. Is what I'm. That's my intention that I have set out. I've asked my spirit guides, and you know, spirit. So when I say spirit, to me, that's probably the same energy as God. It's just a different word for it because I have too much baggage to right. call it God. <laughs> so exactly. you know, And that's what I. I've sent that out in the universe. That's what I meditate on. That's what I pray about. Is I want this next home to be our true home, the home where, you know, my husband is valued, I'm valued, and that I can find other like-minded people to share their lives with me and me with them, and I'm just right. very excited. Well, like the, um, <laughs> uh, what came to mind, you know, when you was, um, speaking of the names, oh, yeah, know, uh, is that the Unitarian has um, a song. Uh huh. Um, they play, and it's called the Spirit of Life. Oh, cool. Um, and this person, um, I don't recall the name, mm-hmm. but this person who wrote it was, um, it's really 
a prayer. Yeah. You know, type of a song. Oh, that's cool. And, um, but, you know, it was to have, you know, they didn't really resonate with, like, the Christian God. They didn't, you know, but... Yeah. Something, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for me, even though... I consider the Abrahamic God like my number one. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't use the other ones. Right. Yep. I do. I had someone explain a really cool way of explaining Mm -hmm. gods and goddesses. And she looked at Mm -hmm. that whole thing as, like, God, imagine him as a big giant diamond with a gazillion facets. And each facet was a different god or goddess, which is a representative of an archetype that God can basically be a part of. So if you yes. call on, like, my Lilith um, is a facet of God, according to my friend, and mm-hmm. I just thought that was a cool way of putting it. Like, it's all energy, and it's all out of one, right. you know, that, that feeling of one. It's just that we put labels on all these facets. <laughs> exactly. So, I, I thought that was a neat way of explaining it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I told yeah. that to my daughter, she's like, because she was very curious as to who I actually, and I told her, I said, it's not, because she says worship, I said, I don't use that word, uh, I say honor or work with, mm-hmm. I don't feel like right. I worship anything, but maybe the earth, <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> but I do honor and work with them, so... I thought that was mm-hmm. a neat way of explaining it for her. And she understood then. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, like, for me, I don't think that I I, I actually, like, worship God. Yeah, right. Yep. I think I have a relationship Yes, him. yes. And that's but what... it took me yes. a long time, though, to get to that point. Yes. That takes a lot of work, like, inner work and, and yes. faith. It does. Yes. Yep, and it really does, and that's how I feel. It took me forever. I, for the most part, have practiced witchcraft secularly and involved what I call spirit, and that's about it. Uh Up until the last, like, oh, I don't know, probably seven years, maybe, I actually started incorporating certain gods and goddesses, and I just really, not too long ago, a couple years, I guess, maybe started really following, like, um... I love Lilith. I love her archetype. And I think uh-huh. <laughs> she and I are very, are, are the stories, I really like her story. Um, so I identify with her. And that's how I have built a relationship with with Lilith is over, is, uh-huh. is by work. I'm doing my own soul searching and and building that, that faith relationship with her, which is the same uh-huh. with anything. You can build a relationship right. with any uh, deity. Mine is between the... Abrahamic God, you know, uh-huh. of course, you know, is yes. you know, you know, top one. But then there's Kuninus. Oh yeah. Okay. There is Brige. Mm-hmm. And there's Odin. Okay. You know. And that's cool. Um, those are the three, uh, the three other main ones that I will. Uh, right. You know. That's pretty cool. Of uh, that, you know, it's according to what's going on in when and just of yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's um, awesome. So, like, a lot of times if I'm going through whatever and I need to be, you know, 
um, to pull myself up or, yeah. you know, and things, um, I, I will channel Odin. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, God's not a wishing well. No. Nope. <laughs> okay? Nope. He's not. Um, and so then I think about Odin and, and his story of that. He would look at you and go, well, get up. Yep. <laughs> you know, so I'll then channel him for like, you know, because I don't want to be that, yep. that person of just, you know, cowering in the corner going, Lord, mm. help me. I mean, you right. know, and things. Yep. And so then I'll go like, Odin, I really need you right now, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think and that's so beautiful. He'll, he'll come down and, and he will then kick my butt just the way that I need <laughs> and then we can move on. There you I mean, go. <laughs> yep. So yeah. I think that's that. cool. That you is know. so very cool. And I love that you can do that and have, you've gotten to the point where there's no... Oh God, uh, you know, I want to do this. There's no, I don't feel when you talk about it that there's any guilt. You have no, it's just, this is your path and this is how you honor it. And that's, that's it. That's it. And I love that. I think that's very, very awesome that you've gotten to that point. I think I, I, I feel bad for the witches that do call me or text me or, you know, try to, they're like, I am a Christian and I'm struggling because I also practice witchcraft. And I, I only was in that, that guilt moment very shortly when I was a teen. So I don't know. And I hadn't really developed a relationship with God by the time I was a teen either. So I didn't, I never had that deep guilt or confusion that I ever had to deal with. So I feel so bad for these people because I don't know how to help them. And I, you know, I can, I do what I can, but it's something I think they have to work through on their own, which I wish there was a magic button to be like, okay, all your guilt's gone and now you do you. But I think it's a personal thing they have to work through, unfortunately. Right, right. But I mean, you know, for the most part, and which I'm speaking very in general, you know, um, is that I think they really need that permission. Yes. You need to give yourself permission to do what resonates with you. Right. And so I think they're reaching out to you, hoping that you have the answers right. and the authority yeah. you know, to say, <laughs> yep. yeah, it's okay. Um, but like I have said, you know what? Question that authority. Yes. Question who it. Yeah, exactly. Go down into your core Yep. for where is this coming from? Where is this guilt coming yep. from? Did it actually come from something I studied on? Mm-hmm. Or is it from something that somebody told me somewhere down the line? Exactly. Because that's different. Oh, it totally is. It's it's a lot different. And I, I wish that I had an easy button for them (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I don't and that's what I just most of the time I just tell them I said and that's why I always say uh, and it's probably people get sick of it but I always say you do you you do what resonates with you just because I say that I like to use you know a green candle for prosperity doesn't mean you can't use a purple one or whatever the hell you want to (laughs) use because it should be personal to you and I feel that same way about just about everything (laughs) it's kind of um you should feel it in your in your energy that it's right right so if i'm right. because you know there's also a using what you have yes which is of old they, they use what they have yeah 
and I that's kind of how I am. I'm I go around the house and I'm so not fancy. I use tea lights most often because I can buy a crap load of them at the dollar store. <laughs> if I want yep. if if I want to make them a different color, I literally will drop food coloring on them or I will carve symbols in them instead of getting like um, a candle to represent fire. I'll carve the fire symbol, the the element symbol into it, or whatever it yep. is. And because I'm I'm a cheap witch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have a lot of expendable funds, so I use. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, if all you have is a, a tea light or go to the dollar store, I need to do an episode. Somebody mentioned it to me. I need to just go to the dollar store and have somebody give me like a couple spells and then I go to the dollar store to find all my um, ingredients because I bet I could. I have even done things so far that I've gotten like window markers. Yep. <laughs> and just drew on the doors and all of that what yep. I need and you know what? We're going to call it a day. <coughs> I needed a pentagram. Well, you know yep. what? I've got an apple. I cut it crossways. Yep, I've done that. Yeah, but there it is. I, use, I mean, you know. I think you... There's... You can use... Anything. Just get creative. Yep. And get creative. And because it's the energy that you put into it. It's the power that you put into it because yeah. you know what? You are the magic. 100%. That's what I keep telling people. They're like, oh my gosh, but I don't have this herb or that herb. Honestly, most spells I do are me sitting in front of a candle, meditating on my intention, and letting that intention out into the universe. It's usually yep. most of mine. It that's all it is. No. And it I, does not have no. to be fancy. Sometimes my Gemini side has got to have a big old elaborate spell, and every once in a while I will break out all my stuff. But for the most part, I'm pretty simple when it comes to my witchcraft. I prefer a candle and some nice meditation music and that's it usually i will Mm -hmm. i will have something i like to draw so i'll draw uh i have a piece of paper and a pen so if i feel like i need to draw something or write a symbol out then i will and i i burn stuff all the time so i will just burn it (laughs) um but i'm very simple that way it's usually my that's my go-to lazy spell is piece of paper, a pen, and a candle, and a burnable, like, a container that isn't going to start my house on fire. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. I mean, I have been known just to fold up a paper really Mm -hmm. small and turn that into a candle. Yep. So, like, yes, this is what I've got right now, so this is what we're doing. And and that is fine. Like, uh, oh, my, one of my most fun hacks, somebody didn't have a or I didn't have one, and somebody had mentioned it to me, and it, or I remembered when I was a kid. So I didn't have, I had a bunch of stick incense, but I f- didn't have a burner for it. So I chewed a bunch of mm-hmm. bu- bubble gum, and then I sh- mm-hmm. stuck the bubble gum on my table and then just shoved the stick incense in it. It worked great. Yep. Play-Doh! Yep, it worked great! I was like, cool. Yep. So you don't yep. have to be fancy. It's all about you and your energy, and that's why... Right. You need to get down to what you actually believe in and what resonates with you or your spells will fall flat because you don't believe in it. It's not exactly. you. And and exactly. that's um like my daughter, she uses Psalms and she uses mm-hmm. everything she does is out of the Bible, but that's what she mm-hmm. that to her core, that is what she believes in, so that's what makes her magic her magic and it's powerful. Right. 
Because she she has gotten to the point where that's what she's comfortable with and that's what she 100% believes in. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it's cool to watch her because at 17, I don't think I could be that convicted. I, I, didn't, I wouldn't have that conviction that she does. I wish I did at 17, but I was really worried about my boyfriend at the time. So <laughs> I wasn't well, as much in. Yeah. And she is so balanced. She's got a boyfriend and a plan. I'm like, God, I was a mess at 17. <laughs> so... Uh, well. Yes. So I'm glad she's doing better than I was. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we always hope that our our children at least does a little yes. better than us. Um, <sighs> I mean, you know, I am a mom of a fairly large family. Uh-huh. Um, I've got four adult children. Wow. Um, one lives in Oklahoma City. Wow. And one lives here in Ohio, and then I've got two in the um, in the military. Wow! Um, and Ooh. then um, my husband has three young children. The youngest bit um, are twins. Wow! Uh, that that turns three years old actually right. on Wednesday. Holy um, so Wow! <laughs> Woo! Well, happy birthday to them early. <laughs> yes. My um, goodness. So, I mean, you know, we always hope that our children has done better and than oh, us. Yes. And I can say that uh, from where I was at, at the age of um, of my adult children, they have far exceeded anything that I could have ever accomplished um, by their ages. There would have been no way. And so um, I am extremely proud of them and uh, what all that they've done. And and um, they all have their own different you know, spiritual paths. And um, I love when we come together that we have great discussions. That's awesome. That's really, that's, and that's what it all comes down to is just doing their own thing and, 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 and finding that niche, that niche in, in life that makes them feel good and productive mm-hmm. and, and valued. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. I have You're like so welcome. thoroughly en- I have thoroughly enjoyed our our conversation. I uh, have too. <laughs> I want to thank Stella again for coming on and being so vulnerable and sharing with you guys. I really, really appreciated that a lot. If you would like to get a hold of me, you can email me at uh, witchywomanpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find all of my social media and contact information on our website, uh, witchywomanpodcast.com. You can also go check out our sponsors on the sponsor page. Um, We have some amazing women um, that are contributing to our Patreon supporter group. If you would like to check them out, go to the sponsor page and it would be uh, Holistic Healing Therapeutics that's owned by Rena Dwelly and she does amazing energy work and creates magical tools. Uh, Crystal Gade creates amazing wire wrap jewelry and candles and other metaphysical items and her business is called Earth Mama Creations. And then we have Shelly Leggett and she owns Lavender Potions and she is a psychic medium and witch and creates some really beautiful herbal blends and other witchy items. So check them out please give them some love they do some amazing work for our patreon group 
And I have one announcement. If you have lasted till the end, I'm looking at my time and it says I've been going on for one hour and 11 minutes. Holy smokes. I have a huge announcement for the Coven group. The WW Coven group will now have access to classes. I will be offering quarterly classes on witchcraft, metaphysical um, subjects, as well as psychic medium development classes. So the only thing you have to do to have access to that is go to our Patreon page and you can find that on my website and click that you want to become a supporter. One dollar a month gets you into this group and one dollar a month gets you all of the classes. They will start on this next quarter which will be the first week in April and I have we'll have more information on that as time gets closer to that. Um, and as always the citrine and amethyst groups also get uh, special benefits. Citrine gets a quarterly gift from our sponsors and uh, Amethyst gets a uh, psychic medium reading, uh, card readings quarterly from Shelly Leggett. So the first, so the Citrine group gets their quarterly gift plus the readings um, and Amethyst is gets the readings per month. So you can read all about that on an um, on our Patreon page. If you want to just skip my website and go straight there, it's patreon.com slash witchywomanpodcast. All the links are always in the notes and always on my website. So thank you so much for everybody for hanging on. This has been kind of a long interview, but it was amazing. And I think that it's going to resonate with a lot of you. So I guess that's all I got. So until next time, stay witchy. Bye-bye.